Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Am I still on? Sue Park on, Chris Guy got picked up, all kinds of stuff going on. I got a Zoom link, but you can't have it. Like it, share it, I'm banned from Facebook, but it's all right. DJ Man gets on with the uh, the production just fine. Susan Park was on with me earlier in the week. Uh, we talked a little bit well, at great length, actually, about what's going on with her sister in the home. Uh, I didn't mention when we did the broadcast, but the home is extended care, correct? Yes, that's That's correct. already been previously reported, so I'm not really breaking any news there. But uh, in addition to what we spoke of the other day, maybe you can give us maybe a laser-focused boom. Here's what happened. Here we are. And what's new? A quick highlight, Um, after we had our interview, um, I was on the phone with a staff member from Extendicare the day before I received an email saying that you needed to be vaccinated and have your second dose in order to go visit. I have medical reasons why I can't take a COVID test to go in, so I did notice that. But while I was on the phone the next day with a staff member, I happened to think, wait a minute, if you have to have a vaccine to go in, do I have to have a vaccine to take my sister out? And her answer was, well, there's a lot of rumblings. We don't know. I said, it would be common sense. And if they're talking about implementing it, that's probably what's gonna happen down the road. Well, we don't know for sure. They're talking about it. Well, wait a second here. You are holding my sister hostage that until I get the vaccine, I cannot see her, correct? Did you want me to go on a little bit more? <laughs> are you asking me or are you telling yeah. them? Did they agree with you? Is that what you said to them or no? You just They were me. hemming and hawing <laughs> and I got them right there. Now, first of all, their home is 88% vaccinated. I'm not going in. I'm taking her out, but I have to have the vaccine to take her out. So why if the home is 88% vaccinated, do I have to have one and take her out? She needs new clothes. I'll be taken to the mall. Am I gonna ask everybody that passes by, have you been vaccinated? Like this is absolutely ridiculous. So not on, you know, on top of not allowing them a shower for 50 days, one period, 22 days, another time, total confinement in the room for 70 days, total confinement for 22 days, all of this horrific trauma that they went through on top of that, they are making it more difficult for families to see each other. And there are people that are medically exempt and cannot get in there for whatever reason. Why are we being discriminated against? I mean, that just put the cherry on the cake for me. I am extremely angry. And Jim, as you know, I am not an activist. I have never been involved in politics in my life. I'm happily married. I have two adult children. I was living my life before this. Now I'm on the phone all the time, trying to contact MPs, mayors, you name it, police. I've been talking to everybody, lawyers, anything I can do to help my sister and help the other residents there also. Because down the road, when flu season comes again, or God forbid COVID, 
you're going to get a positive or a false positive and bingo, they're back in their rooms again. This is never going to end. So something has to be put in place to prevent this from happening. But now I'm thinking, how am I ever going to be able to visit with my sister again? This is inhumane. What do you think? Well, I wonder where the where the orders come from. Is this a private business decision? Is it you know regional health? Is it the province's policies? So, like, who's making these restrictions up? And I mean, it's it's just all so new to us. It seems like we've never been up against something like no, this before. No, we have not. And it's hard to so, say. Like, what do you think? Well, I've never seen I, anything like it. Well, never heard I asked of anything her like for it. the chain of command, and she said. Uh, extended care advocates to the government who advocates to the health department. Um, I don't think they really know who's in control because why would ex extended care want to make it more difficult for us to see our families? Like, I, I don't really know. I think it's the public health. I think it's Doug Ford and ultimately Trudeau. And for one person like me to go against up all of them, I don't really have good odds in my favor. But I'll tell you what, if more people knew about it, more people can and say something and, and write their uh, MPs and write the politicians and do something about it, the more people that are aware, because most people aren't even aware of it. I was speaking to a doctor today and he said, I assume they had three meals a day. I said, guess what? They do have three meals a day, but they had no showers when they were in lockup. He was totally shocked. And the other thing I mentioned to him, I said, if the whole place had COVID, you are a doctor. Do they not build up antibodies? Yes, they do. Then why would you vaccinate them for something they already had? If you had rubella, would you get a vaccination for rubella? So why would they vaccinate them again after they had COVID? Yeah, well, you know what the standard response for that is going to be, uh, or I'm learning what it is. Maybe the answer is, well, you've got variants of concern. Oh, geez, I hate that phrase but also um do their there, vaccinations think, cover the variants first of all there's no i don't think there's a documented case if, if if there's five i'd be surprised of all of the cases that anyone's ever gotten this virus twice so first of all there's no evidence that you can get it twice mm -hmm. so they say that the antibodies go out of your system and some people faster than others and then uh, well maybe if you don't have the antibodies then you're you're susceptible to getting the virus again i don't know but you'd figure once you've had it you've had it and you're immune to it just like anything else maybe it's not like that i don't know but there's no documentation of any, anyone getting covid twice ever anywhere no i mean and so why would you vaccinate these elderly people with comorbidities and have been through a difficult time already being confined to their room and no showers and no family and uh, infections and who knows what's happened to them right yeah so what's the current status now you, you you are unable to visit for any reason your sister i cannot go in there right now and they still even let's put the vaccine aside i still can't even go to the fence and talk to her and I cannot take her out until Doug Ford changes. I think we have to be in orange or something like that. Then I'm allowed to take her out for a visit for the day, right? We're still in lockdown and gray. I don't even know where we are now mm -hmm. till June 2nd, even June 2nd, I still can't take her out. You gotta be above those levels. And then I can possibly take her out. How long is that gonna take, mm -hmm. right? This is horrible. This is absolutely horrible. I mean, my sister's mobile. She likes to get out, go in the car, take her to the mall, take her to the beach, uh, take her to my home. I, I have not been able to do that before Christmas. And then you add one more thing in there that I cannot go and pick her up. It's like you're holding them all hostage. Not to mention, I mean, she's got to be looking forward to the, you know, whatever you've set up with her. The last time you visit or spoke to her, how often do you get to speak to her? Um, she has a phone in her room, mm -hmm. so uh, I can call her at any time. I usually try and schedule a video call like once a week because oh, uh, cool. I want to see what her face looks like. I want to see how she is. Mm -hmm. So uh, she wasn't looking too good after 20 days with no shower again. She looked even worse at the 50-day mark. 
um, she seemed very depressed and was having a lot of muscle pain and things like that. But she told me she felt very good having a shower this past Sunday, which is good. And she's able to sit outside now, which I'm very, very thankful for. But you know what, these 50 days and these 22 days should not have happened. I'd like to know who's going to be held accountable for the suffering of these people. My sister's 57. What about these elderly people, bed sores, uh, atrophy of the muscles? Are they in wheelchairs now? Like, uh, what is the suffering that's going on with these other people? Hmm. Based on some of the measures they brought in just to protect them from the virus. Yes. Uh, I even said to this doctor today, uh, could they not take them out, put a mask, whatever you want on them, take them over to the shower, the bath, let them have that, put them back in the room, take them out for a walk once a day. Like, how is that going to hurt, hurt anything or anybody when the whole place got it anyways? Mm-hmm. Right? It's just dignity. How do you think it feels in their minds to lose their dignity like that and not be washed or bathed? Psychologically, yeah. how are they mm-hmm. feeling looking at two feet of room in their bed? Right. It just must be horrible. Uh, As I said before, I'm repeating myself. Prisoners, when you punish them, they go in isolation. Why are these people being punished? They haven't done anything wrong. I put it in the comment section. Somebody sent me a private message last time you were on. Did you know that they spend, I don't know, eight dollars a day for for daily uh, food appropriations for the elderly and 16 for criminals? I saw that and I was appalled. I was absolutely appalled. My sister's put on a lot of weight. She was thin. Uh, She now has high blood pressure. And I was appalled at that. So how much nutrition are they getting out of that food? Um, I also saw another comment on your site where a PSW had said, I have never documented so many suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. and depression. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because of all these circumstances. Why? How is history going to look back how we've treated our seniors Mm. you know i'm trying to do everything i can think of to try and help them but the more we just kind of sit back and do nothing they keep stacking more things on and making it worse it's unbelievable and i asked the doctor did you know they weren't getting showers and he said no and he directed me to another place to file a complaint he said i cannot believe that i assumed they were having their meals and their showers and i said guess what they're not This is one of the biggest secrets that's being held from the public for whatever reason. Nobody knows about it. Nobody. Well, I appreciate you coming on for the update and to tell the story again. Um, I I find myself just mostly with nothing to say when we're done other than good luck. I don't know how to help you or what's going to come of it, but... Maybe, uh, you helped me a lot by uh, raising awareness and allow, allowing people to hear this. And sometimes somebody listening may come up with a suggestion I don't know about. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. you make contacts with people. And I really do appreciate that you allowed me to come on here and say the story, not only of my sister, but all seniors across Canada. When there's one positive, two weeks in the room in those conditions. Right. All right. Thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having right. me on. We'll talk Jim. again soon. We'll really get an appreciate update from it. you when we get some better news. Thank you. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Cheers. I'm trying to work that. My mouse just died. Like, my cordless mouse. So, what am I going to use? I'm going to use the pad for the rest of the show? Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> it's not cool, dude. I can't do a show like this. I'm too... Anyway, here's was the two uh, accounts from uh, earlier this year, January, the two stories that came up about what had been going on, and they have remedied those issues and still more, I guess, right? Um, and no. <laughs> What's going to I got a I got a whole thing planned here, but I'm not reaching over here. Like it's no way I can do this, dudes. Oh, what's this going on here? All right. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, we're we're gonna give it a shot. <laughs> Closing tabs. Okay, so this is uh this is my this is the warm up show, right? For oh man. This is going to be murder. I can't do this. I'm going to have to eject.
Why does my, my mouse stops working? Yeah, I can't do this. What am I, crazy? Anyways, this is where you need to go at 9 o'clock. You need to sign up to censor.tv, but you can't see the full screen here. How do I even work this thing? Oh, there we go. Okay, hang on. <laughs> oh, this is magnificent. Can you imagine going to a trackpad? Jeez. Jeez Louise. Okay. Let me crop this up here. Yeah, that's better. Sorry, kids. Whatever. I had. I can just reboot, but the the mouse is done. What happened? This is where you need to go. Nine o'clock and see my boy. But you got to pay. All right. Slightly offensive. I think we. Well, me. Me and the frog in my pocket. Uh, I might have done this on the show already. This is uh, Dave Rubin. Takes his first cl clown pill live on air. So. I don't think you need anything more than that. I'll just let you. This is... What? Where are we? Oh, we got to restart it. Here we go. I'll play it from full. You know what it is? Have you heard of the clown pill? What's the clown pill? Oh. Oh, no. Can you please educate There's so many the clown pills. pill? No, What's this the is the newest pill? one. It's past the black pill. So after oh. you get black pilled, you get clown pilled. <laughs> Literally, there is nothing too. that I would love more than explaining the clown pill. Please, please tell me about it. the yeah, tell me about the clown pill. The clown pill. pill is when you are no longer pessimistic about the state of the world. You you simply just laugh at it because yeah. you know that it is just so bad that it's actually like worthy of laughter, like almost as though we're on some like sort of sitcom or something. How long do people last in the black pill before they shift to the well, clown well, pill? Because That's what I haven't, I don't think I've actually watched this. <laughs> How long do you stay in the black pill? Okay, so here's the deal. You get red-pilled, right? You wake up, you find out that it's all a scam. You've been lied to the whole time, but you have to face reality rather than staying asleep with the blue pill. It's like the Matrix, right? It's the ageless question. But the black pill is after the red pill, after you know it's all a scam and everyone's been lying to you forever, then you feel hopeless and you're like hopeless. <laughs> That's the black pill. When you can't do anything about it and then the black pill turns into the clown pill and the clown pill is you can't do anything but laugh. So I think I'm down. This is Elijah Schaefer. He does a show called Slightly Offensive and Dave Rubin's on with him and some other complete dweeb. I don't know who he is. It's happens like is so uh, do we have that can you hold that up savannah or oh, you, you have yeah, the yeah, yeah, i just put it bottle? up i just put it yeah up. yeah look so somebody made us a clown no hernandez should not put anything in f between her and the camera and her face and the camera ever especially anything like that like savannah is hard as they come interviewed her, uh many months ago when she was doing the blue lives matter protest and she is she's awesome awesome strong woman love she's a producer on this show but love savannah hernandez clown pill for the show <laughs> so it is the clown pill and yeah. it's like you pop it in because yeah. it's like it's it's when you are not like shocking your audience yeah oh, oh jesus <laughs> Even yeah. the clown pills over it. Just yeah. commit suicide. No, the clown pills like when you don't read Joe Biden's tweet and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, the, they're setting rules. You're like, oh my gosh, we're here now. Yeah. Like this is where we're at in the simulation. We're getting like told, we're giving like social rules by a man who's dying on live TV. Like I like the clown pill. Yeah. And so you laugh at it and you're like, you're telling your audience, yeah. let's talk about what's going on today. And it's like you're this. The world is your sitcom, and you're just laughing with your audience as it like burns to the ground. Elijah Schaefer, I'm going to bring the the clown pill to the masses. I'm going yes. to mention the clown Please. pill on my show next week because, you know, one of the things that I try... You know, you know why this is significant? Because Ruben actually got red-pilled on his show, like live. Who was the guy that did it? Larry Elder. He red-pilled Ruben live on air. Uh, Dave was a left-leaning socialist, like me. Before the left was crazy. But after the left went, I mean... We've been sliding to the right, the center right, for a long time because the left is crazy. So not only did Dave Rubin get red-pilled in real time, he possibly got clown-pilled at the same time, <laughs> in the same way in real time. How do I do this? Escape? Okay, good. All right, so that's a little something-something. 
Okay, so I've been chirping this narrative for a while. Can I slide this down? Ooh, nice trackpad control, Jimbo. Um, but I can't not listen to it if it's like, how long is it? Anyway, going into more detail, Garland went on to, to claim that, uh, quote, the top domestic violent extremist threat we face comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocate for the superiority of the white race. In other words, says Garland, the greatest threat we face comes from violent extremists, but not the ones who've been rampaging through our cities, inflicting billions of dollars of damage, blocking traffic, harassing innocent people, and attacking random bystanders. Th those extremists are often racially motivated themselves, but they're not the ones we should be worried about. Instead, according to the people at the highest levels of government, the racially motivated extremists that should attract our attention are the ones who aren't doing anything and are nowhere to be seen. Black supremacists can whip up a mob of thousands in an instant and terrorize cities for weeks on end. White supremacists can't do anything close to that, probably because they're hampered by the fact that they don't exist for the most part which is a little bit of a logistical challenge I have found. Uh, you know, if you want to do something but you don't exist, it's got, it, 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 it presents problems. This is a threat that guys like Garland have fabricated. Now, perhaps they really are up at night, frantically tossing and turning, screaming, no, the white supremacists are coming. But I doubt it. The people who invent the boogeyman don't actually believe in it themselves. It is more that they are politically bound to this conclusion. So there, I don't know. I mean, I feel like these are the same themes I've been talking about for years on this show. Oh, t we're not knitting trans things for, no. You hear this uh, Space Force commander removed after saying Marxism is infiltrating the military. Gone. Shipped out. He wasn't, he, I don't think he was fired. He was moved could be wrong on that uh this guy made a trump mural out of fuck you fingers <laughs> okay cool thanks uh facial tattoos are big with youth today god help us what's wrong with these people Oh, I see that's a boy. I see he can't even keep the blackheads out of his nose. Forget, take care of a... Oh, for crying out loud. What, what brings me here? My contract, that's why I have to be here. Uh, I found this interesting. Now, I'm not... Is this actually her? No. Oh, Isabella Riley, my new favorite. Oh, my gosh. Am I following her? Oh, thank goodness. I love Isabella Riley. I think she's only like 24. Can that be possible? Um, Ian Miles Chung replies to my new favorite. Um, seeking a high-valued man. All right. For you on the podcast, was it the visuals? I'm sorry. It's more of a visual show. Um, we have a rather large woman in a blue dress. Let's just leave it there. And uh, it sounds like this is like a, like a singles ad or something. She is seeking a high-valued man. Well, all men are highly valued, mostly. Uh, healthy, in shape. Now, the, the woman that we're currently looking at, for those, again, listening, well, I'm going to guess, like I'm not good with women's weight, but I'm going to say that that's probably... Four of the women I know, four of the tallest and biggest boned women I know put together. I would I would put her at about 400. What's the average woman, woman weigh? 100 pounds, 110 pounds, 120 pounds? What's the average man weigh? I don't know. Well, I'm 6'4", 230, let's say. She's two of me, for sure. But she looks like four of me. Anyway, uh, well, I don't need to. What am I doing? 
Uh, hell, she's seeking a man, seeking a high-valued man, healthy and in shape, makes at least sixty k annually, four hundred one k in life insurance, no more than two kids, and handsome. Oh, okay. I'm forty-two, no kids, never been married. Sure, I'm a big girl. I can go to the gym anytime I feel, but I do still have a shot at a high-valued man. Hint. No kids. Okay. Wow. Picky. Very picky for a very, very picky and confident for a um, large, large woman. I got a lot of these links from Gavin's show notes because, well, I didn't, I didn't post this one. What's Gateway. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes by the time I get to these, it's old news, and I feel like I shouldn't even bother. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little dick. Okay. I don't want to get sick and die. Okay. There's Sorry. other people you can infect just because you're vaccinated. You know what? You're not a special person around here. You should hear about how everybody talks about you. You're I know a how jerk. Talk to me. I don't care how people You're talk a about jerk. Me. Okay. And you need to have respect for other people in your life. I do. You're not a big man on campus. I don't care if you're vaccinated, you little... You little dink? Is that what she called him? Is this actually a kid? In a cl- See, this is part of the blackpilling. Stop it. I got banned from Facebook. Facebook? You're going to have to wait till well, tomorrow to see this or something, I guess. I think I'm still on two days. A friend of mine on Facebook agreed with me that uh, when I posted this, that it's a sad state of affairs for most men today. Women are leading. Men are cucking for the most part. They're not fighting for liberty. They're kowtowing to the man. And uh, Paul Joseph Watson, which you could spend all day on his feed, it was kind of like my my old Twitter feed used to be fun too. When I had a bigger following, I used to post uh, excessively. And so this graph, it's fun, but what it shows is that twenty five percent of UK men don't think they could take an average house cat in a fight for their life. Okay, um, beta much? So <laughs> I posted it and said something. I don't know. We can go back to the feed and check it out friend of mine comments and I go men are pussies banned three days gone (laughs) those are tears actually now I kind of was do I put it up there or don't I put it up there if you're still Blackpool, and what's with all the UFOs, man? 18-year-old in an ankle monitor snatches a four-year-old boy from his bed, stabs him to death, and dumps his body on a Dallas street in random attack. Darian Brown, 18. Oh, my gosh. Like, Really? Look at that kid. Like, God help us all. Oh, what do you what do you know? Another fatherless black man. Fuck. God help us. Haitian Uber driver was attacked by a mob, and YouTube took down his video. <laughs> okay, got beat up today. Got the evidence right here. YouTube censored me. <laughs> oh, it's good to be in a free society, eh? Mm-mm-mm. I'm trying to wing this with the mouse pad, kids. Uh, so you like uh, the Palestinians, eh? Wow. In Iran, the funding body 
for Hamas, the Palestinian terror group. Don't they, don't they have a terror group for their government? Didn't they elect Hamas? Like, Proud Boys are considered a terror group, so what's a terror group now? Not much. Gay man, gay Ira- Iranian man, dead in the lo- alleged honor killing group, gay rights group says. 20-year-old man beheaded after his family discovered he was gay. His family killed him. Hmm. Honor killing. In quotes. <sighs> I think I'm still black belt. Anti-Semitism is alive and well. So is fascism. This is a contributor to CNN. Get your head checked. George Floyd supports. Is that a Palestinian flag? I'm thinking. Yes? No? Seriously. Who's putting this out? Black Lives Matter? Vogue magazine. (laughs) Same thing. Wow. I'm shocked. I don't know. Do we even want to hit the the Jewish question? It's not the Jewish question, I don't think, but it's the Middle East question. I've come a long way from my left-leaning days, kids. And uh, although I still have a concern of keeping a whole race of people walled in an open-air jail and controlling everything that goes through the border, yeah, they're going to be a little angry and throw rocks over and scud missiles that don't land proper and you've got the dome and you could wipe them out at any time. I guess it's a testament that you haven't done that already. I know they want to wipe you out, but they're throwing rocks and everyone's pissed off. And and they will be until Jesus comes back if you read the Bible. Because we're in Revelation right now, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, they picked up the pastor again and then another pastor. Oh, am I going through old stuff here? This ain't new. Well, this is fairly new. When the respect for the police goes away, you get um, less quality cops and uh, people that have no respect for them. Here's a um, young male individual. Do we need to say more? His demographics responsible for um, 50% of the violent crime in the States. 50% of the violent crime in the states 7% of the population at most actually it's more like 3% if you say african or uh, black men between the age of 18 and 25 that's who's committing most of the crimes a lot of them anyway uh yeah majority of them and uh disproportionate numbers this guy pretty much knocks a white woman to the ground she was carrying him giving him the Karen treatment, I think, and he had enough. And as you can see, he, boom, he can't see it because it's behind the gun. But a gum. Kind of heartbreaking. I want to beat that guy up. I don't care what she said. Dude fights back. People are getting pissed off, man. You're going to rob me? Fuck that you are. Look at this guy. Uh, Jew, obviously. I haven't seen this clip, but yeah. Oh, yeah, they back him in. Oh, look at them. This is the hate crime on Jews and Asians. Majority of it comes from black people. They're easy targets, and because the blacks are committing all the crimes, they target the easy guys. This makes my heart race. I wish I was there to teach all these disrespectful criminals a lesson. Protect the, you know, protect the victim here. The Jew shopkeeper. 
animals. Fucking animals. Entitled pieces of shit. What we're just gonna take anything we want, eh? Reparations. Oh, fuck. Also earlier this week, Joe Biden said he was gonna lower the flags. Then he about faced. <laughs> what is it? Four days later, the flags will remain at full staff on May fifteenth. Oh, thanks, Joe. Oh, fuck. Take your medicine. <coughs> What's this? Oh, I was looking for the. Ooh, this is this is bad TV. Um, Joe Biden went out for a ride the other day. Um, they did, they took it from a bad angle, and you know why? Because they didn't want you to see the second steering wheel. He wasn't driving, and you could see that he turned left when he drove away, and the wheels didn't turn. So they had that disengaged. He was not driving the car. Is this where it was? Oh my, oh, this is not. Yeah, okay, here. Oh, what happened? Was it there? I have, I have the full clip somewhere. Oh, I closed the window, did I? Yeah, it's gone. Oops, you don't want to see that. Drive, let's see this. Where's the clip, Crowder? Um, hello? What the piss, dude? Oh, I can't even reach the keyboard. It's too tough. I did close that window. I don't have the clip of him saying, uh... I can't reach the keyboard. Yeah, I missed that clip. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Maybe I'll find it somewhere. <laughs> Go find it. Oh, no. Is that it? Yeah, there it is. Okay, here we go. I do have it for you. Is this it? Mm. No. It's not. It's oh, Mr. Yeah. President! Yeah, here we go. How does How's it drive? It. They asked him a question about the Middle East, and he said, "Yeah, you can ask the question if you get in front of my car, so I can drive out." <laughs> drive you. It's actually kind of funny for Joe. Oh, I don't have it. I'm sorry, kids. Uh, Billy Balls, De Blasio. This is my playlist on TrueTube. If you're watching me there, what up? Um, Billy Balls is trying to sell the vaccine with burgers and fries. Mm, not sure how this plays, but okay. Fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? You delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this? Let me, let me check with Bill Neidhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast? Okay. I want you to look at this and think about Again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all. What the actual F is going on here? For seriously. <laughs> what the piss, Billy Balls? Are you really doing this to us? Like, am I really seeing this? Ways of life, but if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. What? Don't you love those people that mmm through their meal? Shut up. No, shut your mouth, okay? People don't make sounds when they eat. Animals do. <laughs> Can you tell I had a script tonight? And it, yeah, no script ever. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling. Yeah, everyone else is cringing the fuck out, Billy Balls. Spare us, please. please. About vaccination right this moment. Look, I come from yeah. Canada. We still have the queen and her money. We bent over and kissed <laughs> the ring. It's not the same thing. Okay. Stephen Crowder. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Stephen Crowder hates Canada, by the way. I don't know. She doesn't know if she's a boy or a girl. She's... 
thought she was six years old. Yeah, what the hell? What are you asking your kid if she's a boy or a girl for? I don't know. You're six. Do you have a sexuality at six? Cuomo's not resigning. He didn't do shit. That's basically what that was. There's a relatively is. slim 87 vote margin Someone on a resolution that said Romney shouldn't have voted to impeach Trump, claiming that Donald Trump's 2019 call to the Ukrainian president, where he threatened are they still talking about Trump? Yes. For an they are. Dinesh D'Souza. Have you ever seen anything as crazy as Joy Behar <laughs> lecturing Tim Scott about systematic racism? Watch. Tim Scott. He, he he does not seem to understand, and a lot of them don't seem to understand the difference between um, a racist country and a systemic ra and systemic racism. They out, don't Joy. seem to get the difference. Yes, maybe it's not a racist country. Maybe Americans, the majority, are not racist. But we live in a country with systemic racism. We discussed no, it this we week don't. again already no. about housing and about education. No. And, 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 and not all the systemically racist. Joy. And, um, and, and, and the fact um, that Tim oh, Scott you know cannot acknowledge this is, 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 is appalling. You know, this is a phenomenon that many of us who are minorities, brown or black skinned, have to put up with. And it is beyond, it's amusing, it's exasperating, it is preposterous. I remember years ago when I was a student at Dartmouth, I went to a meeting of the International Students Association, and this white kid comes up to me, and he goes, oh, Dinesh, you know, he goes, I really don't understand why you wanted to leave India. I love India. And I was just kind of curious at this sort of passionate outbreak. So I was like, what is it that you love about India? And he's like, oh man, he's like, you know, it's, it's just so, it's so, it's so liberating. And now, you know, I had a happy childhood. I enjoyed India, great family, great school. But if I had to think of one word about my growing up years and about India in general, I w wouldn't choose the word liberating. So just for discussion, I said to this kid, I go, hey, you know, what's, what do you find so liberating about India? Is it like arranged marriage, um, the dowry system? Perhaps you're thinking of the caste system, um, the old practice of tossing widows on the burning pyre of their husbands. Uh, uh, and you know, I was just doing this to provoke a debate, but suddenly I realized he was out of there. He was like, oh, I'm gonna go get a drink. He was gone, why? Because he was a dope, he knew nothing about India. He was projecting his own little petty anger at his pastor or his parents or his preacher and God knows who else <laughs> onto this country he knew nothing about. And the same is true with Joy Behar. She's talking about systematic racism in housing. What would she know about that? Tim Scott knows something about that. Systematic racism embedded in our institutions. What would she know about that? Tim Scott was raised in South Carolina, the first state that seceded from the Union. Uh, his parents grew up in segregated America. If there's anybody who understands this from the inside out, it's Tim Scott. And so you have people who have actual experience, uh, who know something about these issues, who have thought deeply about them all their lives, being lectured about it by some, you know, uh, actress and tag uh, who <laughs> is uh, has this condescension. Uh, that is so baffling and so um, infuriating How that I'm sure is Tim he? Scott is, is literally speechless. Um, and Does then the fact that you have words? the media, of course, cheering on Joy Behar <laughs> I'm a uh, makes the whole thing even more 743, i got to get out of here. Gavin's uh, coming line, up at 9. I'm going to make Scott sure I'm knows what he's talking about. Dinesh D'Souza is a fucking star. So if you want to pull out your star. jury's oh. book. Oh, here we go. Teacher farts on Zoom. Oh, good one, Teach. <laughs> this will make your day. Maybe I should end it right here. What was that? I've shown this before. What was that? I, I think she I'm farted. That I'm the kid in the. I'm that kid right there. That's me. Watch.
there, right here. He's out. He's like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's that's that's me. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> there he is. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shitty days. And then this comes along, you know? Alright, I think I should end it there. I got lots more. But we've we've been through it all. We we really have. We've said a lot today. As Howard Stern would say. You know, that's always my favorite when I've got a guest and they've been talking for a long time. I'm like, You said a lot today. I wanna get you out of here. How do you feel about that? I guess I should put the chat up, eh? You know. Oh, it's my. Oh, hang on. You gotta put a marker up there, right? There you go. And there you go. That's where you find it normally, okay? Okay. What else did I hit it? What else did I, oh I missed Chris Guy. Fuck the guy got picked up. <sighs> Here's me on Patreon. Oh, I put out a message today. That's not me on Patreon. Where do I, how do I go to my excuse me. I have two Patreons. Oh, they're paying me five bucks a I gotta do some posts, get paid. You can uh, become a Patreon or donate, I guess, over here. Contribute as they say. Uh this is me on youtube now that's where we're broadcasting right now it's called true tube find me there or you can find me on OnlyFans. i don't joke oh as soon as i figure it out i'm gonna start going live on OnlyFans. it'll be free you won't have to pay but you might have to i don't know how you sign up onlyfans.com slash jim fan and show fuck what the fuck you might as well <laughs> That's a different kind of Jim Van and Jung. And I'm uh, I'm off Facebook for a few more days. Well, a couple more days anyways. And this is my new account that I've been skulking myself with. Right? I think that the profile picture is pretty good. Although those are some bushy, 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 bushy eyebrows. That's the only picture you'll ever see of me in a mask. I put that thing on for a gag, and that is it. I'm not wearing your mask. So take it off. Don't add me as a friend. I'm not accepting friends on this account. All right? And Chris Guy, yeah. He got picked up. We touched it early on in the show. And I think I'll just go out with uh, my boy, Matt McPherson. I don't know. Nice putting a musical bumper on the way out, I think, too. You know what I mean? I got nothing more to say to you. It's uh, 7.48 EST on a beautiful Thursday night. This is Want Some. I'm out.
Good night now.